everyone and welcome back to the Kicks of Crotch podcast brought to you uh, by the Self-Defense and Wellbeing Society at Canterbury Christchurch University and then put onto the Society's podcast on YouTube. Um, I'm joined once again by Tom Davey, um, an Aikido martial artist and uh, stunt performer. Um, basically we're going to be talking today about fighters coming out of retirement, um, a lot of call outs as well, whether it's a good thing, whether they've gone past the time that they really should have been uh, fighting. Uh, there's so many of this happening at a, a lot at the moment. Um, so we just want to go over that. As always, any of the opinions that me and Tom have are our own. They do not reflect any association that either of us have, any fellowships, any memberships, any ranks or anything to do with any martial arts um, or martial arts bodies that we have any connection to whatsoever. They don't reflect the views of Canterbury Christchurch University, Canterbury Christchurch Students' Union, or the Self-Defence and uh, Wellbeing Society in general. Um, also, there will almost definitely be swearing, and there may be, at points, uh, discussions of a sensitive nature. So if you don't like that, uh, please do bear that in mind um, if you're going to continue watching. Uh, the views are also ours today. They do not reflect what we may think tomorrow or what we did yesterday. That's merely what it is to be human. Um, these are also unedited. So if we say something, it will be there. So the swearing, anything like that, it's going to be there. It's going to stay there. So um, please do bear that in mind. Okay, um, so Tom, uh, basically this discussion comes up because of the slew of continued kind of either call-outs or just end of retirement. I mean, the obvious one that kind of comes up because it happened, it was the one that actually shocked people because he did a podcast, actually did two podcasts saying, I would never do it again, is Mike Tyson. Because Mike Tyson literally went on to Joe Rogan's podcast and said, no, I was, I was an animal back then. Like, I wouldn't do it. I'd need to be, like, I, I would, I'd be dangerous. I don't want to do I don't want to be that person again. And he did the same thing on his own podcast. And then like two months later, just went, oh yeah, no, I'm fighting again. So, what? what? Um, and at first it was, it was just, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. And at first it was just this <laughs> exhibition thing. Like everyone was going crazy and it was like, oh no, he's just doing an exhibition. And it's like, oh no, he's actually fighting now. And you're like, but why? Like, I, I, I don't know what your thoughts are, but it just seems really strange. Like Tyson was the fighter when I was young. He was, mm. you know, I still don't have, I still don't believe the fight against Lennox Lewis because of Don King and issues around both of them with Don King. Um, Tyson was, you know, he has a past that you can't go into. You can't talk about his past because he, it's fucking horrific. But as a fighter in the ring, he was dangerous and he seemed to try and reform that. And, you know, he's, he's been good ever since, but I don't understand this. I mean, what, What's your kind of opinion on specifically Tyson anyway? Uh, again, I'm also, I, one, I wasn't entirely aware he'd actually come out properly in back fighting. I'd heard about like the exhibition thing was oh, no, he's, what he, I'd he, heard. But now the fact he's actually gone back and going, no, I'm fighting again. That's kind of, that's kind of like a bit news to me as well. But because um, I don't no, He's gone through the drugs testing. He's done the, uh, the Vader, is it Vader drugs testing on Friday? He's literally done the oh, okay. full drugs test so that he can be um, licensed again fully. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really follow that, but again, I'm probably just as shocked as most people to hear that he's literally coming out of retirement again. And as to why, it's like I don't understand the why, unless he's trying to see if he can do it and not be the animal he used to be in the ring. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that to me that kind of sounds like a possibility. Is like he's trying to see if he can do it and not be how he was as yeah. a fighter and. 
see if he can still do it, but you know, on a nicer level, as it were. But other than that, I, I don't get why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens after his fight against Roy, John, uh, Roy Jones Jr. Like, if he beats him, I mean, when he beats him. Um, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, any Roy Jones Jr. fans, of which there were very few nowadays. He was an incredible fighter in his time, but... He's, he was never on um, Tyson's level, really. Um, but when it happens, it'll be interesting to see whether Tyson actually goes, okay, I'm done now. Like, mm. that was, like, it's a kind of, because at the moment it's a kind of exhibition, but not an exhibition, because it's a real fight. It's got actual rules, and he's now gone through the, 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 the testing for, for doping. And, it, like, it's, he's signed off fully now to, to do it. It's not, like, it, originally it was this exhibition stuff, but now he's actually doing the, no, no, I can, like, He's doing all the, all the stuff you need to do to actually fight rather than an exhibition. He didn't need any of that shit for exhibition. No. Um, so it's, I mean, Roy Jones Jr. has, I don't know why, has basically made the comment. Now, I mean, this is just a piss off Mike Tyson, I can only assume. But he's basically said um, that if the Vader uh, anti-doping test come back to say that Tyson has taken something, he'll still fight him. Okay. There's a few issues around that. One, if Tyson's being serious, he, one, he's not going to have taken anything, but two, he wouldn't fight because it, it'd completely ruin it. Um, yeah. Also, why the fuck would you still start fight someone if they've done something like that? Like, I can't quite tell which of them is more deluded because, like, because Roy Jones Jr. is effectively coming out of retirement for this as well. And, you know, it's so... I. It, it seems like he's trying to, I can't tell whether he's trying to go out in a blaze of glory or, you know, be that kind of, well, I, I made sure Tyson stayed retired kind of attitude or, or what? It seems bizarre. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me, either of them doing it. it I just, yeah, I, that, yeah, that's about all I've got really is just, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> my, all I have is, why are they doing this? Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, it's bizarre. <laughs> it got it got interesting the other day because um, I don't know if you saw this KSI from the Sidemen, who mm -hmm. uh, who is now, I mean, he's a licensed professional boxer. He is, you know, he uh, he he fought two YouTubers on a on a white collar, but then he got his professional boxing license. Um, literally said, now granted, this was in a drunken Sidemen video. But he basically said, no, I could beat Mike Tyson. And the rest of the sidemen just went crazy. <laughs> the rest of the sidemen were just going, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> what? And they're just like, no, he was just like, no, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm younger. I've got age on my side. They're like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like the rest of them were talking to each other and just going, like they said to one of, one of the guys, they were like, oh, so what if we gave you a billion pounds to fight Mike Tyson? He was like, no, I could fucking die. And KSI's there to go, no, I'll win. <laughs> They made him actually... You, um, you're younger, you might be quicker, but he's got so much more experience of professional fighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and just power. I mean, he just needs to clip you once. Like, yeah. you, you've had one professional fight and two amateur white collars. If Mike Tyson hits you, I don't care if he's 54, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, mm. it's, I mean, they got him to actually, on, on the stream, they, they got him to, um, to text his, uh, his coach, like his trainer, who um, uh, Vidal, who is a he's a is it light or featherweight? I think it's featherweight, but he's like an up and coming. He he looks like he's going to be 
potentially world champion at some point as his coach mm-hmm. and his coach because he said like, they got him to message him saying you know um what does he, your coach think would happen if you fought him um and he's like oh do you think i could beat mike tyson and he read out the text package went nah man but yeah did not, did not know that one <laughs> Yeah, it, it was. It, it meant it, it. It made like talk sport and everyone go a bit mental. Um, until KSI just literally went, "You all got baited by a drunken sidemen video." Like, basically, I was pissed. Is effectively what he said. Yeah. He obviously doesn't want to back down from saying it because if he has any more professional fights, he doesn't want to back down from the bravado because you don't. Yeah. He's at the same time gone, guys. I was pissed. I was drunk. I was, like, yeah, I said that shit, but I was drinking. Like, it was a drinking stream. Like, uh, but it is, it is interesting that people seem to be... Um, everyone's opinions on Mike Tyson seem to come from all over the place. Because obviously he's come from... He's come back and some people are like, oh, he's never going to win. He couldn't beat any of the younger fighters. I don't know if I agree with that. I actually think mm. a lot of the younger fighters he could beat. Um, yeah. If he could really stand in the in the ring against AJ or against um, you know anyone else against you know Tyson Fury or anyone, that's very debatable. Um, yeah. Like, I would give if he if he was in the ring against AJ or, or Fury, I think I'd give him a puncher's chance because his stamina is nothing to theirs. Um, no. You know, and even in punching power, he hasn't been hit that hard in a long fucking time. Um, but he still has the power that he could knock you out with the one punch. So you'd get, you'd, I'd still give him a puncher's chance, whereas people like, um, you know, um, that have just stepped into the ring, that are, are, are debuters, you, you're not as much because you don't know anything about him. You don't, like, when Audley yeah. Harrison turned pro after, you know, he turned pro at like 35 or 36, um, he had a heavy right hand, but everyone was like, yeah, but that's for amateurs. Nobody really worried about it whereas if, if Tyson stepped back in the ring like and try because that's what the thing is as well is is he trying to just relive glory days and fighting some older guys maybe a few younger guys and just get you know oh you know I can still I can still win and at 54 just win a few fights and be like I'm still you know I'm still good now I'll retire still got it. done <laughs> no I can do it fight you know fight two three four people and then go I'm good now I proved it. Not only necessarily proved that he could do it without being an animal, but just proved that he can still do it. Because it might be a, you know, half of me thinks it's a drunk, a drunken night with his mates where they just go, ah, yeah, but you couldn't do it nowadays, Mike. Um, <laughs> you know, fuck you. Yes, I can. Um, <laughs> or whether he's trying to prove a point, like whether he's trying to actually yeah. come back and do anything. That would be interesting because I, I don't think he he would. But I mean. You would see, he would sell out every arena in the world if they went, I don't know, Mike Tyson's actually coming for the title. You'd be like, it's not going to happen, but fuck it, I'll watch it. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, if it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's interesting. But, um, but then we've got other people like McGregor, who's barely even retired. So, like, Tyson's been retired since, oh, is it 2000 or was it just late 90s? Was it late 90s? I... It's a while ago. A while. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. It's, been, it's been at least nearly 20 years. Yeah. So, obviously, Tyson has, um, you know, he's been gone for a while, whereas um, we've got other fighters. Um, other, it's a different discipline, obviously. So it's, it's different. But 
Conor McGregor, who seems to retire in five seconds, but has now re- retired in June, has now gone, yeah, but I'll come back if I can fight these guys. What? Why are you, what, what's that about? What, you know, you've retired. If you've retired, that's it. it would, you know, make your yeah. decision, you've retired. He keeps putting posts on Instagram of like, he's buffed up and, you know, oh, this is my new body. It's like, if you're okay, doing cool. that because you're sure. going, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to turn into a fitness guy and this is my new range of fucking powders or anything. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Do it. Yeah. But it seems to be that he's doing this off of the back with his little beef with um, Dana White and that he's like, no, I want to come back. Because there was talk really not long ago about him taking on um, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov again. And I am sure having the same fate with Nurmagomedov knocking him the fuck out. But it's... Yeah. You know, More than likely, to be honest. <laughs> I have first thing. I, it's, I, I'm very down the middle with Conor McGregor because, as a mm. fighter, I can't ignore the fact that he is a fighter. I can respect the fact he can fight. He he, he can definitely yeah. fight. But he's a, such a cock. It's really <laughs> fucking hard to like. Was that you were saying about the um, that it, you know Tyson in the pub with his friends drinking? I you reckon you can still do it, kind of thing. Mm. I would definitely put that as a reason for McGregor because he's the kind of person that I can see getting drunk and then just going, oh, I've still fucking got it. And then going and saying, you're not know, fuck it. I'm, I'm out of retirement. Fuck it. I'm going to prove it. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I can see him doing because he got drunk one day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely. He's, he seems he is so, the type of person who would do that. <laughs> he seems so wild sometimes. I mean, he attacked them again. I was fucking coach and injured some. Yeah, for a chair at things. And yeah. It's just... Yeah. So he's, he's, he can be wild. Like mm. he, he doesn't seem to want to stay in his lane when he, He's such a weird bloke um, because he'll talk on stuff that he, you don't think he necessarily has a right. Like he started talking on um, on coronavirus when fucking coronavirus came out. He started trying to lecture the Irish government. And I'm like, I don't Are you a doctor? No. Fuck <laughs> off then. <laughs> he was basically saying, lock everything down. So when he was saying stuff, you're kind of going, okay, so you're, you're, you're using your platform for good. You're, you're following scientific. Okay. But at the same time, you're Conor McGregor. No one fucking cares. Like yeah. <laughs> if, if you were coming on and talking about um, uh, the, the dangers of concussions, I've forgotten what the, the, what you call it when you've been hit and it's subconcussive, the subconcussive injuries. If you yeah. if he came on TV and, and talked about, you know, these are the injuries that can happen to you guys. If you're playing football, if you're playing rugby, if you're fighting, these things happen. If he came on and talked about that, I would listen to him because it would be like, he's been hit. Like, I, 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 I'll, oh, I'll yeah. listen to a fighter about concussion. Fuck it, I've had concussion at least once. I didn't know my fucking phone number. Um, you know, if you're a fighter, at some point you've had some form of concussion. <laughs> Whether oh, it's, yeah, I've, whether it's, I've been hit and seen nothing but white for five, ten seconds in the club. And I had my instructor shout at me going, get up. And I was like, I can't see anything. <laughs> I carried on. I, I was stupid enough to carry on fighting. It wasn't until the next day I got to the hospital and they said, so what's your name and your phone number? And I was like, going, uh, I should know those. Um, <laughs> Here am I again? And it's when the doctor tested my weakness. Like, now you've got left-sided weakness. Have I? I was sparring this morning. Shit. Um, <laughs> but at this like, point, so, the doctor turned white and passed out himself. 
<laughs> it was when I was, on, I was I was on a black belt equivalency course, and so the doctor literally turns to me and the guy that was with me, who was one of the instructors, and just went, "So, have you been um, hit in the face recently?" And me and him just laughed. We're like, it's "Kind of what we're doing." Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so yeah. If- stuff like that, he, I would listen to, and you know, yeah, exactly, because it's what he's into and something. Yeah. But he's not a doctor. He's not a virologist. He's not a fucking <laughs> respiratory <laughs> surgeon. It's really weird. He but he just seems to want to be kind of wild and, and talk about everything and do everything and it's like I get the I get the passion like he wanted to go into boxing and that didn't really work out but like mm. he I get the idea of wanting to try everything but I get you know what you said he's it does seem as if maybe he's just been in the pub and somebody's gone ah oh, yeah but you're trying all this other stuff so you can't really do that anymore he's like ah fuck it and it's like, well no yeah. no Connor chill the fuck out um you might be in better shape but you're not going to take on some of these guys. Um, I think Nate Diaz still wants to fight him um, for a third third time. Because um, obviously it's, it's one all. Don't be surprised. I mean, Nate, uh, Nate Diaz is, if he can get him to ground, Nate Diaz has that, um, obviously. Um, mm. But he, Conor McGregor is, is faster on his feet. So it's a very weird fight if that happened again. Um, okay. Well, it, that's the thing. It's always going to be the with any fight ever. It's always going to be the who's better on that particular day in that particular hour or two. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> McGregor screwed. Him. Who had more coffee? Who had more coffee two days ago? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, McGregor screwed himself in the first fight against Diaz because, like I say, I'm not a big fan of Conor McGregor, but he is a fighter. He should have hmm. beaten Nate Diaz, Diaz twice, but he was so arrogant. This is where I can't stand the fucker. Because he basically mm. told Nate Diaz, a Brazilian martial Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert, no, I want to go to ground against Nate Diaz. No, you don't. No, you really fucking don't. No, you no. can't do it on the ground. <laughs> You're not a ground fighter. Deal with it. And he literally <laughs> went to ground with Nate Diaz and Nate Diaz won. And like, yeah. That yeah, was awesome. That coming. <laughs> the fuck did you think was going to happen? You're not going to suddenly turn into some... BJJ or judo or catch wrestling experts, not gonna happen. Um, yeah. John so, Wick, you ain't. <laughs> no, you know it's <laughs> uh, it's just hilarious with him. But um, yeah, so I, I think potentially with him, it's him trying to make himself relevant continually because I think my, yeah, I think that very much him personality-wise in a just in general. He doesn't like not always always wants to always wants to be mentioned. Always wants to be kind of something has to be said. Yeah, it's just like, oh, no one's listening. No one's talking about me anymore. Oh, better go punch someone in the face. Uh, just chill, Connor. Just chill the fuck out. I mean, he punched that old guy in a pub, number, was it last year? There was a guy, because yeah. there, there were people t- taking a piss out of him, and he punched him. And you're there going, did you need to? The guy was a yeah. random drunk in a bar, probably 20 years older than you, and you went, oh, yeah, I'm going to punch him. Why? What the fuck did you think was going to happen? It's not like it's going to be a fight, is it? You're obviously going to win. Fuck, um, so weird. I mean, then of course, um, you were saying to me earlier, which I didn't know about, we've now got people like Pacquiao, um, Manny Pacquiao, the boxer who doesn't seem to know what retirement means because he's retired so many fucking times, it's ridiculous. He came back against Mayweather, he's come back against other people, he's now calling out Conor McGregor, um, to, to um, box him. And uh, yeah, and there's somebody else that's now um, come into the fray to say, no, I'm fighting um, Pacquiao next, not you. And it's like, the fuck? But yeah, I mean, then there's this kind of beef that seemingly now happened between Pacquiao and McGregor, 
with McGregor basically saying, oh, I'll, t- I'll kick his head off in the ring. And uh, that he's um, annoyed that he's stuck to the rules against Mayweather. And you're like, it was a boxing match you went into. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he'll do far worse against Pacquiao as well. If he tries to box Pacquiao, because Mayweather is a brilliant boxer, but he's a, he's not got a, a right hand. He's not a, he's not a knockout guy. Whereas Pacquiao is, is Pacquiao didn't, win that fight against Mayweather because Mayweather avoided the punches. Mayweather knew far... Because Mayweather with McGregor, he said it beforehand that he did it in the um, fight, in the actual um, boxing match, just went into him because he knew he could. He knew nothing that McGregor had, despite all the fanboys going, oh, well, we can clip him. No, because he's, he's not a boxer. He just went straight at him, whereas he never did that with Pacquiao because he knew if Pacquiao hit him, he'd knock him out. So Pacquiao against Mayweather... Be, uh, sorry, Pacquiao against um, McGregor would be hilarious because... If McGregor actually sticks to the rules, Pacquiao wins without, like, without question. Actually, easier than Mayweather potentially, because McGregor will try and go into him again, and it won't work because Pacquiao's go, yeah, that's fine, bang. Um, <laughs> that's the end of that one. I mean, that's Pac- pretty much the way I see it as well. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's it's really weird because people never quite get it with boxing because they're just going, go, oh yeah, but this person's better than this one. So if he fights off against that guy, that means that person should, because, you know, the, the whole thing after that match was, oh yeah, but um, May, uh, McGregor hit Mayweather more times than Pacquiao did. Yeah. Because Mayweather didn't want to be hit by Pacquiao. He didn't give a shit if Conor McGregor hit him. It's... it's, it's, it's yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> different tactic for a different person. It's... Yeah. <laughs> you know who's going to hit you better. You know, it's it's like um, I've been talking in the last podcast for this. I was talking to a guy called um, uh, Anthony, who's a, a Muay Thai guy. Oh, the in, Muay Thai guy, yeah. Yeah, in California. If you um, had to fight me or him and you knew that you went onto the sides to be hit by your left hand, you might go into it against me because you know, okay, I've got a decent left hand, but it's not as powerful. You hmm. wouldn't do it against Rain because no. he'll knock Hell you no. out. <laughs> you know, we're, we're both... Fighting. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Anthony is smaller than me, but Anthony hits... I've seen those videos. He absolutely... Like, I, I said it to him on, on uh, the podcast. Right-handed, I definitely have the advantage. Left-handed, I'm going to give it to him. And Anthony isn't... Like, he's not a big guy. So it's, it's just knowing your opponent, but people don't seem to understand that shit. Um, but... It is weird because I'm a bit extra, so I'm shit at both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've hit too many solid objects. I just fucking yeah. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's weird because it, it, like I say, with Pacquiao, it now seems like retired people are trying to call out retired people to come out of retirement. And you're like, I mean, Pacquiao is a senator in the Philippines. He's a member mm-hmm. of the government. Yep. It would be like, I don't know, fuck it. Um... I, ca- I kind of want him to actually go through with it because just for bragging rights of being a senator and then having you know, all of the people in this country being, our senator can beat up your senator. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it would that be, I want to see. <laughs> it would be like John Prescott coming and going, <laughs> can have him. Was, John, <laughs> like, stay in the Lords, mate. Stay, just... <laughs> That's the equivalent. Is the equivalent? Yeah. Is the equivalent of the House of Lords? So it'd be one of the House of Lords just coming and going. Yeah, I want a boxing match against fucking random person in America or something. Be like, yeah. why? Just, I mean, 
I don't understand Pacquiao either. I do, like for so many reasons because he does not need the accolade. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the the status. He's a fucking king in the Philippines. Like he is. Considering you've got um, you, you know Filipino martial arts where a lot of the respect generally goes to them, and you've got a boxer that is held up so high. He's now he, so high. Let's be honest. That's the reason he's now a senator. He's got the money. He's got the respect internationally. And he's still going, yeah, but I want to fight um, a random MMA guy. And you're like, why? Like, I get the feeling he might just be bored. <laughs> yeah, it could be. And I mean, <laughs> that could be the thing with all of these guys. It could be they're bored. Or it could just be, I don't know, like, toxic masculinity, I think, comes into yeah. it as well. It's just that they made their livings by being these you know, guys that beat people up, these scary fuckers, yeah, well, that's what I do for a job, I beat people up. And now they, you know, they're too old to really be doing that. It's like, no, I've got to prove that I can still do that, you know. It's almost like they... they, they, why? No, (laughs) part of me just thinks, because Mike Tyson's got a daughter, part of me just thinks she's got a new um, partner, he's like, I'm going to fucking show you what I can do. Um, <laughs> could be that. Could be that. It's a brilliant way of scaring your your daughter's new boyfriend. Just be like, okay, just go back to championship boxing. <laughs> <laughs> just watch this and just fucking remember this. All right, um, but it's it's weird. It's so weird. Um, but then we've got uh, the the other one that kind of comes to mind as well is so he's not he's not retired. I mean, both of these got one of them. The one it's a weird one. So it's. It's Vitor Belfort, uh, yeah, Vitor Belfort, who is former heavyweight um, MMA champion in the UFC. Um, he's also held MMA championships in um, other um, labels as well. He's um, been under like five different um, uh, entities for, for MMA, and he's still fighting technically. But it, it's a bit like when when people, you know, a bit like. Um, footballers when they go well yeah no we're not we're not playing for man city anymore i'm still playing for for, for derby but i mean that's more man you to derby that was that was for you rooney any chance you watch this fucking retire um like it's a bit like you go from top <laughs> flight and then just gonna go oh yeah but i'm gonna play for i'm gonna go play for derby or i'm gonna go play for <coughs> and be like oh yeah but no i'm still i'm still a footballer it's it, it's I know it's really harsh because I know that the company he works for is is that anyone that has anything to do with it. It's like fuck you, I like their fights or you know whatever. But like, and they are very good. Like it's still a top level thing, but it's it's not like as the same as Derby. Like it's it's top level if you're Bristol City, but it's not top level if you're more folks than Victor. Yeah, <laughs> there's levels to how good it is, and so he's kind of dropped down because he he can't probably in the normal ranks do anything against um anyone there at the moment um you know daniel cormier is just retired um and i don't think uh, vitor would do very well against daniel cormier even though cormier lost his um last two fights cormier i think is just in i wouldn't say better shape because he's got a bit of a bit of stomach on him but it's <laughs> daniel cormier is the just extra weight to put behind everything well yeah he's, he's <laughs> like the, the, the one that's in in more prime even though he's retiring um but yeah, Vitor has effectively called out Brock Lesnar um which I again I'm not a massive fan of Brock Lesnar anyone seen these podcasts before they will know this um 
The only bit of respect I'll give to Brock Lesnar is that he was a collegiate wrestler. So he can... This is the weird thing I always love about um, uh, the professional wrestling is when they get real wrestlers and then they're just going, doesn't this piss you off? Like, um, <laughs> it's like Kurt Angle. they got Kurt Angle, an actual Olympian. Because usually they say shit in WWE like they called... Um, um, some big guy, world's strongest man. At one point, it was like, "No, you're not. You're a powerlifter. You're not the world's strongest man. You're not the world's strongest man." This guy from Iceland is. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think at the time they did it, it was actually Eddie Hall. Um, but, uh, Possibly. <laughs> um, but but it's it's quite it's quite funny. But with like people like Kurt Angle, he was a gold medalist. More than that, he was a gold medalist at the Olympics in wrestling, and he did it with a broken fucking neck. So when you're someone like that. Or like Brock Lesnar, who was a like a collegiate wrestler. You kind of go, do you, like, does this not just piss you off just a little bit? Um, but obviously Lesnar's on so many drugs he could kill most horses. So I mean, <laughs> just by bleeding he, on them. He's, got, he's, he's been fucking done for drugs offences so much. I don't think he's anywhere near the sport. But um, he's a free agent. He's technically a free agent away from the WWE as well now. So he could sign for MMA uh, for UFC again I think it would be Dino White going yeah no we are just a, um, a, a fucking circus here if he did it um, because the the thing that Vitor puts on him is he just outright calls him a fraud he, he's, he doesn't mince his words at all he literally just he just he literally just says no you're a fucking fraud like um, it's not even like he's not even he's not even nice in any way because um, usually when people call call someone out it's it's along the lines of um, you know I, I I don't think you're as good as me but you've had some fight or whatever like that you know there, there's yeah. something to it but with this one um, he's literally said I'm just reading it now um, but I think he's a fraud in MMA um, but you know he comes from WWE he knows how to sell. Um, but for MMA, he doesn't like to get hit. He's literally straight up just gone, you're a fraud and you don't even like getting punched in the face. Fuck off. It's, it's kind of how it's like, just to, to put it in those terms. I mean, to be fair, I don't like getting punched in the face. No. <laughs> if you're a UFC fighter, you kind of got to get used to It's it. kind of part of the description. You should be accepting the fact yeah. that you're going to get hit in the face repeatedly. If you're in, if you're in a fucking heavyweight division of the UFC, you're going to get hit. But it's like... It's so scathing. Like it's not. It's not just. Yeah. You know, you're a fraud. You're a good salesman, but you don't get like. You don't even get like getting punched in the face. Like it's. It's really kind of come on, fucking fight me. I mean, this was the beginning of this month. He said this. It's not long ago he did it, and right. he, he, Vitor's literally said, "I am ready for the contract. Like fight me. I straight up, I will fucking fight you. I don't care." Now, I can't tell. Again, if this is Vitor trying to get back in the UFC, is it him just going, I'm not under a great label anymore. It's not as good. This could be my way back into the UFC. I fight Brock Lesnar. I beat Brock Lesnar because Vitor would. Um, any Brock Lesnar fans out there? Eh. Um, <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> Everyone that goes, I always love the, the discussion about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, um, again, I, minimum respect because he's not actually a fighter, let's be honest. He's, he was a collegiate wrestler, but that was a long time ago. And he's not a real martial artist. He's just big on so many steroids and just, you know, 
fucking Mongo Mongo hit kind of bullshit. Um, and the amount of people that go, oh yeah, but he's just bigger and stronger. Yeah. yeah. And that didn't work yeah. against Frank Mir, did it? Because Frank Mir, he fucking destroyed... Frank Mir just put him on the floor and just went, yep, fucking tap. And it took no time. The second he was on the floor against Frank, Frank Mir, who is by far the smaller man between those two. You know, Frank Mir is a biggish guy against most people. Against Brock Lesnar, he's by far the smaller guy. And... Brock Lesnar had absolutely no chance. And yeah, they had rematches and things like that. But to say, oh, it's just he's bigger and stronger, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you get, you get him on the ground, you get him in the right position, that's it. You know, they're, they're both heavyweight division. They're not that far fucking apart. You know, it's, it's just, just ridiculous. I love it when people put that of like, oh, yeah, Brock Lesnar, he's just, he's just superhuman. Yeah, that'd be the steroids. I mean, it's... Yeah. So... Strength yeah. doesn't always... I can doesn't make things better. It just no. I mean, I, we, we we know this is technical martial artists. It's like a <laughs> yeah. technique will beat strength. Oh yeah, I mean, the, amount of time, <laughs> the amount of times I've had people going, um, yeah, oh yeah, well, I, I can just do this. Really? Nope. Go on. And it worked too well, did it? Uh, it's, it's like my um, when I was covering for you for a few sessions, I had um, what's his name had lift me up with one arm while I tried to put a wrist lock on badly. And he, to be fair, lifted me up with one arm, both feet off the floor. <laughs> I looked like a ragdoll hanging on for like dear life. Like, I was a good four inches off the floor mm. while he was doubled over and just like almost in an arm lock. Because I just I was like, yeah, if I just push down, oops, <laughs> got lifted up. Yeah. But then did the same thing again. Just I can, you know, as we know, you know, completely like, just relied purely on technique. He couldn't budge me. No, it's like a lot of times when um, I've done those... He could bench press me with an extra 100 kilos. <laughs> it's when I did it, because I always used to do it with, um, with him and be like, yeah, you're stronger, but you won't move me because I don't want to be moved. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, it's always interesting with this. I mean, my, with a lot of wrist locks, I always um, make the comment... Oh, well, just, any technique, I, but the wrist lock is what we were using at the time. <laughs> wrist locks particularly, I always make the comment of, this is so much easier if you just fall asleep. The second you put any strength on there, you're not doing anything. Not doing um, but yeah, so it's, I mean, you know, technical martial arts, which Frank Mir is, he's a technical martial artist, but it was a, um, an, uh, it was a ankle lock he put Lesnar in. Um, that was it. It was, it was done. Yeah. I mean, I just, I can't bring myself to, so Frank Mir beat Brock Lesnar. Um, Frank Mir's first defeat was um, a guy called Ian the Machine Freeman, who I have openly chatted to about doing his uh, about doing courses and fighting with him. Like, he's an English guy who. Um, I would say that's a name I recognise. Yeah, he was the first first Brit to ever fight in the UFC and just ground and pounded um, Frank Mir. Now there's the proof in that when Frank Mir was younger, in better shape, ground and pound from a British martial art uh, from a British martial artist he did. Um, he was mainly a boxer, but it was a boxer. Like he wasn't just big. He was big and he was boxer and he did some he trained. <laughs> he just ground and pounded Frank Mir. Frank Mir came up against somebody who was big and could supposedly do ground and pound and just went, no. Which proves a point because Frank Mir was older, not in as good a prime. Yeah, he'd learned a few things, but it's that difference is, is massive. And obviously I agree with Vitor. I think Frank, uh, Brock Lesnar is a fraud. Um, and I'm sure if anybody actually does watch uh, these, we may get a comment from someone going, oh, you fighting. Me, 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 me. Fuck off. Like, I'm not... The, the, the people never get the understanding that I, me and Tom aren't saying that we 
can fight these people or that we are as good Tough, as hell no. but <laughs> we do understand whether they can fight or not like and i mean my specialism isn't in the ring my specialism is on the street that's what i do so why would i fight him when i can hit him with something like Okay. <laughs> yeah, so my specialism is, you know, in a club and there's an extra and stuff, also on the street, but also as a person who does weapons a lot, it's more, okay, cool, I'll just bring out a sword. What's he going to do about that? <laughs> the best one is I, I, oh, I, have, I have my pool cue on me a lot when I'm out on a Monday night, which I do the same night as I train people. Now, if I get attacked, I've got a graphite pool cue. I hit you with that, like, um, so don't even have to get it out, just hit him with the case. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, like, there's, there's, and people never quite get the fact that that's self defense. It is, guys. I'm sorry, it is. Yeah. Self defense means you walk away, that's it. Are you safe? Um, back on topic, but the, the point is, is that we're not saying that we can fight them because we wouldn't. We'd, we'd. Like you don't fight the people that we're you, not sports. You we, no, we, yeah, we're not that's sports. The point of self-defense. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the point of self-defense. Am I fucked here? Right. Don't engage. Like it's um, Sun Tzu's art of war. The easiest way. Uh, the um, easiest way to win a war is not to fight. It's just mm. that's the obvious thing. But the difference <laughs> is, is that Vito Belfort can fight and almost definitely beat someone like Brock Lesnar. And it is very interesting, and I can't tell whether it's um, it is him trying to come back out of his kind of retirement. Uh, that sounds really hard. Mm, yeah, I, for. I mean, yeah. he hasn't fought since 2018, but then a lot of them don't fight for that long because they need to you know, get themselves repaired half the time. Um, yeah. But is it, you know, is it him trying to be relevant again? You know, what is it? Um, I mean, a few years ago, um, and I've mentioned this in a previous podcast a few uh, years ago. My f- the funniest retirement um, call out I ever came across was uh, the Green Ranger calling out CM Punk, which I still love to this day. Um, uh, Jason, I would, David, I would love to see that. Still <laughs> Jason <laughs> Frank retired years ago. I mean, Jason David Frank is like forty two now. Um, I mean, he was on he was on TV, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, when I was like, yeah, when we were kids, like eleven. So. Um, <laughs> He was, you know, he's fucking hilarious. Because for anyone that doesn't know, Justin David Frank was the Green Ranger in the original Power Rangers. So, yes, the Power Rangers. And White. And Red at one point. <laughs> white, Red. He's been all of them, I think. Um, he's, been, he's been all of White, Red, and Green. Uh, yeah, right and Green now. And Blue. He's been, <laughs> and he, blue. Yeah, he's, been, he's been almost every single one of them at one point. <laughs> he's been black. He's got a, a, a one that makes him to all of them. But yeah, so he was in the original series of uh, Mighty Morphin Power, Power Rangers, back when it was Mighty Morphin. And um, people always kind of don't realise that Jason David Frank is also a martial artist, like a, a martial artist. actual martial artist. He's, um, he's one of two actual martial artists from the show. The rest yeah, were actors, gymnasts, yeah. and I think one was a dancer. <laughs> Something like that. But so he... he you know he could do it and he has actually fought in mma he's had six um amateur bouts in mma and one professional fight in mma he's undefeated so when he called out cm punk it sounded insane but at the same time you got to go and, oh no he no no he can actually fight like he he can do it you know don't get me wrong the people he was up against in his fights weren't 
weren't exactly UFC level, but neither yeah. was CM Punk. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before with Joe, uh, when Joe Rogan talked about CM Punk. Joe Rogan is many things and is wrong, potentially, on many things. The one mm. thing you, it's hard to argue Joe Rogan on, apart from his... Now, obviously, there's going to be an issue with what you think about Joe Rogan and martial arts because he despises yours, but... Um, <laughs> I think he, he, dis- he despises to a degree. He despises. He has, he has a few good mat. points because, because yeah. of one that. Yeah, has a few good points. In fact, yeah, it was originally developed from a martial art that was designed to you know take swords off people. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I think <laughs> yeah, he, we have more. We have more in common with swords fighters than we do with. <laughs> his issue comes from one, but... <laughs> one, one, one person in in Hollywood, but um, but it's mm-hmm. very hard to argue with Joe Rogan on his knowledge of martial arts because he. Does know he knows it. a lot, and he that, he yeah. has the he has the, the the thing I always say to people when you go to a new place to train or you meet a martial artist is whether they actually say they've lost because that's when you can tell that's the first level on the bullshitometer when yeah. they kind of go oh I've never lost uh, then I'm leaving and I mean Joe, technically I can say that <laughs> yeah and Joe in certain words yeah. have said you know in Taekwondo I was a champion and you can check he was a champion. And he literally says, and then I did kickboxing and realized, fuck, I can't do this. Like he straight up, he has, he does talk about the fact that he isn't the greatest fighter. Like he said himself, he wouldn't have made it in the UFC. Um, he may have made it under other titles, but he wouldn't have been a UFC fighter, anything like this. And he just straight up says, CM Punk is not a fighter. He actually made the comment that you could grab any um, guy from an American football team or hockey or anything yeah train them for six months and they'd have been a better fighter than CM Punk ever would be. Um, mm-hmm. He said, because they're athletic, CM Punk isn't an athlete, um, which is a little harsh than I would have been because I would have gone... Yeah, uh, to a degree, games, I, they are, because they're, they're not professional. Lot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's professional circus stuff, but it is like, there's some athleticism there anyway. But yeah, so he basically said like he, CM Punk was not a fighter. Um, but Jason David Frank was, and so he literally could have, he came out of retirement because he was retired from fighting. He was, he's just a trainer and he trains other MMA fighters. Um, and actually he's only, his fighters, he trains like 10, I think, um, MMA fighters. Only, there's only been one loss in all of their matches for the people that Jason David Frank trains, which is fucking incredible for a coach. Bloody good. Um, <laughs> but, That's bloody good. Yeah. And I think that was on decision as well. Like it was, it was very good, but um, like he'd come out of retirement as well, and that wasn't okay. That was a. It was not as recent as these other ones we talked about, but that was a hmm. was wasn't a million years ago, um, and it's always interesting because a lot of people have have asked the question of that one: Was Jason David Frank just trying to get his name out there? Was he just going? Well, I, I'm known by this crowd. But CM Punk is known by this other crowd that I know who I am. Like, was it him trying to go, I, I'll fight you in the UFC. Like, I'll fight you and get your support. Like, was that it? Or was it him, as he says, genuinely pissed off that CM Punk pretended not to know who he was? That's where it all stems from. They were at a, a Comic-Con together, so they definitely knew each other. They'd been on panels before. But then um, there was some comment made um, a, a, about Jason David Frank being a fighter and all this kind of stuff and doing MMA and CM Punk just pretended he didn't know who he was and just like oh yeah well I've never heard of him I don't know you know all this kind of stuff and apparently mm-hmm. Jason David Frank took exception to it um, so fair point <laughs> yeah I mean 
It's not. No, no, it's not the best reason to call someone out to a fight, like, but yeah. Not necessarily where I'd go to first. Um, but, you know, people have called out each other for less in, in mixed martial arts. But um, so, yeah, you know, it's hard to understand where that was coming from for Jason David Frank anyway. Like he's not, he's never been out of shape. The guy does not look... Oh, no. You know, he's he's stayed in shape. He stayed in training. He's not like he's not like some of them that have kind of gone. Oh, oh, you know, Tyson never went out of shape, but he he was a long time not in shape. Like he's mm. part of me almost thinks maybe Tyson's done it also because he started training again and then realised, oh fuck, I can still hit. So that wasn't the case maybe. with Jason David Frank. Um, and if anyone sees new pictures of Jason David Frank and then look at him as Green Ranger. He does not look like the same guy. <laughs> no, in fact, I'd say he looks a lot better than he did in some of his more recent fucking picks. scarier now. <laughs> yeah, I think the tattoos help. Tattoos do help. Yeah, the, 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 the sleeve and everything—they do help. Um, but yeah, but yeah, no, he's in—he's physically much better shaped than he was when he was doing Power Rangers. I mean, yeah. He had more—he looked in like it was the standard Hollywood effect of you know tight t-shirts and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. But, it was, it was, you know... The, He's definitely I'm, in a better shape now than he was as a younger person with slightly more body fat. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Because it was just it was just what he was. But I mean, and Justin David Frank is one of those who has been training since... I think he started training the same age as I started training. Like, he was like four or five. Mm, um, yeah. And he just... Because he made, he made um, adults... He made his adult black belt at 17. Um, because they basically just went... We, we can't not give it to you at this point. Um, like it'd been, it'd been something like 12, 13 years and he'd, he'd hit everything he needed to. And technically, yeah. technically in his discipline, they should have waited. Um, it should well, have, it been, would have been what, a year to wait. Yeah. It's, so it's a bit like there's, there's, um, there's a Krav Maga guy that used to train in Canterbury in Kent and, um, he was the youngest ever um, Krav Maga instructor at 16 because they did the same thing. They just kind of went, I mean, you... you can For insurance, we shouldn't do this, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of thing. So, I mean, he's, he's been doing it for a long time and he would have obliterated Jason David Frank. Uh, sorry, Jason David Frank would have obliterated CM Punk. Like, Punk. It wouldn't have even been close. And actually, again, it's like I'm coming off of this the same way I did with McGregor. The funniest one I've seen who then called out and this was like last year, if that, called out Jason David Frank, was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> and neither does Jason David Frank. Literally, Jason David Frank has gone into his Instagram stories, onto Facebook. He's literally said to his supporters, because I've seen it before, him going, yeah. did anyone tell me what I did? I did. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> because they literally met. Like, he's got video, because he, he was... Because there was a time when he was under a lot of... I don't, I don't really understand why. Like, somebody tried to kill Jason David Frank. They went to a Comic-Con and tried to shoot him. Like, he, um, That's like celebritism that. in general. <laughs> I know, it was just weird. It seemed to all happen in the same year for him. But um, there's video, basically, of him and Jean-Claude Van Damme meeting. Um, and Jason David Frank basically going, oh, I'm, I'm a really big fan of yours. And Jean-Claude Van Damme straight up calling him out, going, you think you're fucking better than me? You think you can take me? And all this kind of like... What did he do? Did you listen to the words that were coming out of my mouth? <laughs> it's really weird. I think there must have been some kind of... I'm I mean, guessing there was an... Van Damme is just also weird in general. He is. Is the other thing. Weird, bloke. <laughs> um, I think he's trying to live 
relive the days when he was part of a world um, champion team. Um, because he always markets himself, and he is a, he is a true martial artist. You know, he genuinely is. He's um, Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude, and I don't really, no, I can't remember his real last name. Vandermeer or something, I think is his real last name. Vandermeer, yeah, I think it might be something like that. Um, and he was part of the, the, um, the team that won the World Championships when he was a teenager. Like he, is, he is on that team. But he's not as good as, you know, certain um, individual championships that time, champions yeah. at that time. And I can't tell whether he's been... He's one of those people who's kind of, because of Hollywood, has had to keep reinforcing the fact that he can fight. And then somebody's made some comment and he just thought, well, I'll, I'll fight this guy. I don't know. It also could just be some random comment that was made about, you know, someone, because they did it with Michael J. White, didn't they? Every now and again, somebody was just going to go, oh, what do you think? Could you win against this guy? And it could be that Jason David Frank in an interview just went, yeah, probably. And then that's turned into some kind of... No, it's turned into some imaginary beef that he doesn't know about. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if we look at Jean-Claude Van Damme's heyday, when he was actually like a tournament fighter, was in his teenage years. So Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme... Wasn't even filming that, at that point. <laughs> yeah. Soon after that, he went to Hollywood. So it's like, he's been retired from competitive fights for like 30, 40 years. And you're going, it could even be more than that. How old is he now? Isn't he in his 60s? Uh, yeah, he's a yeah, fif- so late 50s, 60s. So 40, 50 years potentially. Yeah, it was 50 when he did um, the when he did uh, JCVD, the film. I think it was 50 something when he did that. Okay, and that was when that came out, and that was a good that's 10 years, five, ago. 10 years ago. Yeah, so 40 ish years he's been retired from competitive um fights. So, it, and that, like I say, this is a relatively recent one, this is last year, and you're just like. So what, what, you, what, like, I can't tell all of these guys, is it like we said, is it just that toxic masculinity that's in all of their ears, in Jason David Franks, in Jean-Claude Van Damme, in Mike Tyson's, in Pacquiao, in McGregor's, like, are all of them just going, you know, you've got, you've got to prove your man. You got, you know, is it that or? Could be. You, unless you are that person, you will never know. No, it just seems... You can never say 100% one way or the other no. if it is definitely this, definitely no. that. Or, it just seems I mean, strange. Yeah, it's like, so if you look at like some people, it could be just they're having one of those days, you go, you know, fuck it, I want to fight that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is, it is, um, it is weird. Um, and I, it's quite funny, actually, guys talking about earlier, Anthony is a big fan of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, Oh, I, I'm, I don't a, fan, I'm a fan of him and his I'm stuff in his films. But it, I just, I think he's just got a screw loose occasionally. I mean, that's, that was the point of the film JCVD. Him effectively going, I'm kind of fucked up. Um, yeah. And, it's, and he also looks re- really horrendously unhealthy in that film. I don't know whether like, that was the point the, or whether he just genuinely was, yeah. I think, it's, it's one of the things, like, I think the idea, for, like, it's tangent again, but yeah. why they chose to have his face zoomed in close up of his face the front cover of the DVD and you look at that and you're like, he's underweight. He's either like, he looks like he's got some form of lost illness. Lost he's lost muscle mass. He looks dehydrated and you can see like skin's almost hanging off his face. It's like, he looks like he needs to be in a hospital while they were doing that. Yeah. It's, it's like, I mean, I think that, seeing, seeing videos of him at um, conventions and stuff, it's like, he looks unwell. Yeah. So he probably very well could be. 
He could, but you know, they could be all, I mean, potentially. I mean, I think, part of me thinks... But again, he is also just weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it for JCVD is probably, there's a mental health issue there. I th- Almost certainly, I think Jean-Claude mm. Van Damme just has some, whether it's as, as a result of drinking, whatever it is, I think there's almost certainly, and it's to, actually to, to, um, to Jason David Frank's credit that he didn't turn it into a thing. He just went, yeah. this is what happened. What have I done? <laughs> yeah, and, he, and to his, like, to his, on his streams and stuff, he just went, this is what happened. I, I'm not going to fight him. Like, he, he didn't, he didn't make, he could have quite easily made. No, he could have easily gone, okay, yeah, sure, let's fight. Or, well, yeah. Not even that. He could have just made a big thing about, oh, look at this idiot trying to fuck. You know, yeah. To his credit, he he took it well. But I think, I, I think but again, that that could be down to him being a big fan. Well, yeah, exactly. He didn't want to <laughs> you know. see the guy fucked over. Um, I think yeah. it's, it's yeah. I mean, potentially, it's, it's it could have even been JCVD that made. I don't know, but it could have been him that made Jason David Frank start training. He certainly there's an age difference enough for it could have been that. Mm. Um, but it's. Yeah, it's, it's, I think with him, it's probably the only one that you can kind of give, give a conclusion of going, that's probably mental health issues. There's, there's, there's some demons that he's just not yeah. able to control at the moment. The rest of them are a bit different and they all seem to come out of nowhere. And they, a lot of them seem to have been in the past year or so of yeah. like, I don't know whether it's, it's I mean, the, well, the other one, the other one, I know it's not a retired fighter, but the one that I found hilarious. Because he called out of a time, but it was um, it was Tyson Fury's dad called out a retired heavyweight boxer. Oh, I think I vaguely remember reading about this. <laughs> oh no, no, it wasn't a boxer. It was a powerlifter. It was like a he called out a powerlifter to box him. There was some. Why? <laughs> I think what happened is basically the powerlifter had been goading um, Fury's dad quite a while and going, all right. You know, because I think basically he'd made comments this guy didn't agree with. Um, he'd been quite mm-hmm. racist and stuff, which that doesn't surprise me from that family. Um, and he'd made comments, and Tyson Fury's dad had ignored them for months, and then just randomly went, "Oh well, we are fucking fight you. Yeah, Sunday this park will do it." And the guy didn't turn up, and he's like, "Yeah, that's a fucking victory." And you're like, "I mean, no, you avoided him no. months and just randomly said we're doing it on Sunday." And I think the guy basically just went, "We're both." too old to be doing this shit if you want to fight me we'll do it in a ring and we'll get money like mm. <laughs> but yeah. it's weird like that that happened this year as well that was a few months ago it just seems to be everyone's from the woodwork and i is part of it that they know they can't fight like because of corona it's not gonna happen is that just grown it could be, could be. Just going, yeah i can fight you now oh coronavirus is over oh no 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 i was just joking like is <laughs> <it's that. laughs> yeah it's it's a bit like um, there's a there's a joke by um, um, oh, Mickey Flanagan. We said uh, you know the 18 stone bloke in the in the pub that's with his nine stone wife and just moves across the bar. He's like, don't hold me back, don't fucking hold me back, hold me back a little bit. Don't hold. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's trying, old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just it's that thing of like, are they doing it because it's they know it gets them some some way in, back into the the public eye? Because I mean. This fight yeah. between Donna, the the public um, like five words between Donna White and um, McGregor's happened, and it's like you've then got other fighters who it does like certain certain ones of them do come across as very sort of like advertising that 
this is still a thing that happens to me. It's like, oh, you know, because obviously COVID, no one's going to be going to these things <laughs> to see them because they're not allowed to happen in you know most places in the world at the moment. Uh, so they're kind of, it, some of them do come across as a, a bit kind of advertising now I think about it. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's, you know, we're still here, we're still relevant, inverted question marks. <laughs> we're still relevant and, you know, it, it, it's a good way of trying to get people keeping an interest in it to see if once it's all over this will ever happen chances are most of them won't no almost <laughs> definitely um but it's yeah that, thinking about it, it could be a, it's a very good potential advertising scheme yeah i mean that's my conspiracy theory for this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it does seem like that it, it, for, for some of them you kind of go would you actually like mcgregor talks a good game against fucking everyone you know mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong again he steps in the octagon like he he yeah. he has the balls uh, we've said this yeah. with the max uh, roscoff thing you can't you've got he will to show up to someone that turns up gets the ring and fucking fights so at the end of the day even if the guys are complete even if the guy couldn't fight like that's the only bit of um, kind of thing you've got to give to people like CM Punk and to and to um, Brock Lesnar is they still stepped in the ring like you uh, well in the octagon like you've got to give them that credit. Um, yeah. They but, turned up. That's a- <laughs> yeah. They turned up. They the other day they they turned up and they went okay fuck it. And I mean that's even more so for CM Punk because Lesnar had some wrestling background. CM Punk had nothing. So I mean mm. you've got to give him the the balls of steel award if nothing else like. I've stepped in the ring. Fuck, I keep losing. Um, and to the point where Donna White effectively told him to stop. Um, but with some of them, it's it's interesting to see what they're going to do. Because like I said, McGregor, he, I think he's called out about five fucking people since he retired. You know, he's like, oh, I'll fight him. I'll fight him again. I'll, no, I'm, I'll fight I'm surprised him. it's not a high number. Well, I mean, he's, he, he kept on trying to fight um, Khabib Nurmagomedov until he realised that Khabib doesn't care. I think that's what actually pissed off McGregor. I th- part of me, here's my little conspiracy theory. Part of me thinks that McGregor was always planning to retire around this time, but he wanted to go out with a bang. And so even if he lost, I think he wanted to fight um, Khabib again because every other fighter who's come across, Nate Diaz, everyone like that, plays the game. You know, you shout at them, they shout back. Yeah. Khabib doesn't. He just goes, okay, turn up on the night. <laughs> that's it i don't need to fucking talk to you i'm just going to knock you out like and i think that's very jarring for someone like um mcgregor because yeah it could be it, it, it kind of goes against the whole um you know but the ego well, not the ego but like the the whole hyping up of matches in a way the whole they need their drama because it's very the whole americanized entertainment industry yes. sort of thing yeah. you need the drama you need the oh yeah this person said this and like the, the pre you know pre-match squaring off yeah. and stuff and it's like you don't need that just get in the bloody ring and fight that's all i care about <laughs> and the guy who I, you know and again it's very like the way he was able to is questionable and there's a lot of questions that need to be asked um about the bear however the guy did fucking wrestle bears when he was a child there is footage like he doesn't care what shit you have yeah. to say shit's I mean, given none <laughs> yeah there's actually a bit uh, something about joe rogan there's actually a bit on the joe rogan podcast um where there's a guy who went and stayed with Khabib um, out in the Cossacks. And he said that he couldn't, he couldn't see anyone 
beating um, Khabib. Like he just went, he's never going to lose because he he's he's not one of them. He's just different. He's just yeah. doesn't fucking care. Like he doesn't get. I think because it's a, a, like a lot of them, and I think this happened to uh, Ronda, Ronda Rousey, is that she got drawn in. She was a you know she was a judoka going into the MMA world. She used judo. She won every time. She tried to stand up and box. She lost both of them. Uh, That's she got yeah. drawn into the idea yeah. of I can be tried to box. Horrendously injured. <laughs> it was uh, if her trainer, like her trainer, should have been sacked after the first one. I mean, the idea that you just go like if he, he allowed her to try and stand up, she was she won the world's championships in twelve seconds when she used judo. Like she was undefeated in amateur and pro, and then she just went, "Oh yeah, I'm going to listen to the." Boys. What are you good at? What are you not good at? Stick to what you're good at. <laughs> yeah, you know she fought in Japan against. Um, male judokas, which in Japan, Japan, you do not fucking do if you're female. You know, it's you mm. don't do at that level. You just don't, especially yeah. if you're an American female. Like, no. So, you know, but she listened to those voices, and I think Khabib, the, the, this guy is effectively saying Khabib just won't. He doesn't care, and that's happens to a lot of fighters. You end up believing in your own hype, whereas there's there's never been any hype about Khabib, even when people knew, like. His most recent fight with Khabib, everyone was like, oh, yeah, well, the other guy might might win. Khabib just ran through him. Like, he doesn't care. Like, there is no, there's never any hype. He, he never allows you to hype him up. He just kind of goes, yeah, I won. Okay. Uh, so, like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're meant what to... What do you think happened in this match? I won. Bugger's off. <laughs> yeah. He literally goes back to the Cossack regions. He doesn't stick around. He doesn't, like... It's really weird. Because it's... Flies in, warms up, fights... Fucks off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and he's he even wears his like traditional Cossack fucking hat. Like he's he's, yeah. he's Cossack. He doesn't give a shit about all of your westernized Hollywoodized bullshit. But Dana White still keeps him on the ticket because he's an actual fucking fighter who it's it's still entertaining. Yeah, we get the argument of oh well he just hugs people, but you go fucking fight him. You know. You, you receive one of those hugs and see how long it exactly. takes you to lose, lose consciousness. He just hugs people, yeah. To almost death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Until they're frantically doing this. Um, <laughs> fuck, let go. Um, you know, it's, that point where you can't tell if they're like they're tapping out anymore or if it's them actually just spasming from going yeah, exactly, on. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, part of me thinks that McGregor has started to shout out against everyone else because he can't get that rematch. Because, mm. did you Could see Khabib's response yeah. when um, no. McGregor? So Khabib's response to McGregor when McGregor was like, oh no, like I want to I want to fight him. I, I want the chance to, re uh, to get back fighting him. Donna White even came in and just went, oh no, I think there'll be a rematch. And Khabib just went, okay, same, same uh, conditions apply. I fought through 10 men to get to you. You do the same. <laughs> so it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. McGregor doesn't. McGregor's never won a rematch. As in, now let me qualify that. McGregor has won rematches where he's lost the first one, but he's never fought someone, won, and then won the rematch again. against them. He's never won twice. Khabib doesn't, Khabib just fights everyone and wins. Um, I mean, you know, there's a lot of fighters that would love to have Conor McGregor's record in the octagon, but Khabib Nurmagomedov is not one of them. <laughs> so he literally just yeah his response was effectively do what I did and then I'll fight you at the moment I think he even literally said at the moment you're not a good enough fighter to fight me of like 
It's, it's it was just so brilliant. Fair game. Kind of... Fair game. I mean, he is who he is. So. <laughs> yeah, it was just a kind of fuck off, little man type of like, just brush aside, which <laughs> that's why I think McGregor went on to like retire. I think that was like, I think it was always part of the, the thing that he was going to do, but I think it kind of, it made him just go, oh, fuck this. And then he started to, he didn't get the, like, the last hurrah that he wanted. He didn't get that last yeah. fight of, like... Because even if it Didn't go down in a blaze of glory. Yeah, because like, if, <laughs> if he'd have lost it, he could have at least gone, fuck it, I went for it, I fucking... You know, that kind of bravado yeah. bullshit again. He could have said that. Whereas it didn't happen. And more than it didn't happen is he wasn't even, like... Because some people wouldn't fight him again because they're, they just, you know, it's in a contract or anything like that. And they would have given some back and forth. Whereas... There was just such disdain from uh, from uh, um, Khabib of just I don't fucking care that it yeah. was. I think that really kind of that that like I say toxic masculinity that um, braggadocio that just got to McGregor of like fuck I've just like I've just he just retired like he there was no yeah everyone just kind of went oh well yeah you haven't really fought in two years anyway of course he retired like no one cared. I think mm -hmm. he's missing that. And that's why I think a lot of his kind of, oh, yeah, well, I'll fight this person. I'll come back into the ring and fight them. And when Pacquiao has then called him out, he's gone, I'll fucking kick your head in. It's like part of me thinks for McGregor, it's that. And it is that kind of thing that's going for all of them. But it's hard to tell. I mean, Pacquiao is the weirdest one for me. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I... I mean, I saw it, as I said, I brought it, I brought it to your attention to begin with. And I was just like, I looked at it and went, huh? <laughs> did I just and scrolled back up and went oh no it did say what I thought it did and carried on scrolling and I was like eh, fair enough it's like but at the time I was like fair enough my money's on him not McGregor yeah I mean it's weird so that looked at him and my money's on him he's gonna lose scroll on it is one of those it weird five things. seconds to see that story and not care <laughs> Pacquiao's such a weird one for so many reasons like it's it's a fight that he knows he would win which a lot of these even with the with the Brock Lesnar one, there's there's the the chance of like maybe he'd get overpowered. Maybe he's old. Well, he's, I say he's old. He's old for an MMA fighter. Yeah, for um, a, you know, big toys in pro circuit. Yeah, you know, he's an incredible martial artist under Carlson um, Carlson Gracie. So he has got the stand up a little bit of the stand up game because Carlson Gracie is obviously a little bit different to the normal Gracie BJJ that we see in uh, UFC so often. So he's got a bit of stand up, but Brock Lesnar does have power. So, you know, there, there, there could be something there. Whereas Pacquiao knows that he'd fucking win. Like, there's, there's no... He came out of retirement... Almost, there's nothing in it for him. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, he <laughs> came out of retirement to fight Mayweather. And there was something in it for him because he didn't know he... And he did lose to Mayweather, but he... Like, there was a chance that he it, could it lose. Was an, it was an unknown. It was a... Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the best... Let's try and beat the person who's got the best record. I can do, you know, it would have given him great plaudits and everything. Whereas if he came out and beats an MMA fighter who's already lost a boxing match in boxing, there's, there's nothing in it for him. There's just that. Yeah. He's already a senator in his own country. He's already, like, it doesn't make sense. He's, he's meant to be retired, but he seems to be someone, yeah. it doesn't, he doesn't seem to understand that he's retired. It's as if he thinks it's like some kind of weird Superman. Like, when I take the suit off, now I'm a fighter again. It's like, no, fucking... He's, um, he's kind of, you know, uh, Batmaning it. <laughs> yeah. 
He's got the money, doesn't care anymore, done all this, still wants to go out and fight. Yeah, it's, it's really strange. <laughs> Pacquiao is such an enigma because I think Pacquiao is now going into the, the sphere of that Mike Tyson was in when he was still fighting of you've waited too long. Yeah, because Pacquiao has been a non-retired, retired fighter for quite a while now. Like, he's, he's basically said, I'm That's retired. That's a very good descriptive title. Non-retired, retired. <laughs> he's been retired for years. And yet, yeah. every year or two, he fights someone. So it's, you can't really say he's coming out of retirement, even though technically he is. He's not totally. Yeah. Whereas, he hasn't completely stopped. Yeah, whereas... You know, he's, he's turning into one of those fighters where you just kind of go, you need to actually stop. Like, the same as Tyson needed to before he had his last couple of fights. You just kind of go, look, it's, it's ain't it anymore. This yeah, Just chill. Just stop. Muhammad Ali, even Muhammad Ali, like the, the great Muhammad Ali, fought one or two too many. Probably three or four too many for um, Ali. Mm. But, you know, the only advantage is with Pacquiao, with Tyson, with Ali, with all of them is they were such great fighters in the day that after a while, people forget that they retired too late. You know, you don't yeah. speak about Ali and people go, oh, well, I remember that, that, that those couple he lost against, the, you know, because everyone goes, yeah, the, the rumble in the jungle. Yeah, you know, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and with Tyson, start bringing out all the quotes. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it's, with Tyson, you, you, even when you remember his fights when fights when he loses it's still that it's still iron mike you know you can't take on the power and the ominous lack of music and that's what people remember and pacquiao is still known and he's still a king in his own country um i want to i want to say king and then i'm thinking there's actually king and queen of the philippines isn't there but people know what i mean um but it, you know he's held up but why doesn't he just retire he's such a weird one um there's so many of them, and I, I'm sure there's so many more that I've forgotten of people just wanting to come out of retirement, trying to grab hold of something, but it's just really weird. Like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would want to, if you'd have asked me, if you'd have offered me money 15 years ago, even 10 years ago, and said, we want, we want you to go and fight in, in this now, we'll give you a shitload of money. I was in worse shape actually 10, 15 years ago, but I would have just gone, yeah, fuck it. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I can, sure. I can train for six months. I've got the experience. Yeah. I'll fuck it. Yeah. Because I was young. Contract enough. didn't say I had to win. Just thought I had to fight. Yeah, exactly. Give me the money. Um, whereas, <laughs> whereas now, and I mean, I'm younger than any of. Actually. Oh, oh, oh. Gregor. Mental maths. <laughs> McGregor. I don't know if I'm younger than McGregor, but generally I'm younger than all of these guys. And even now, if somebody said, here's a shitload of money, go and fight there, I'd go, I'm too old. <laughs> because at this point, if, you know, I have injuries that have stayed with me anyway from when I was younger. But if I got injured now, that is definitely staying with me. Like, there's, that's it. I'm, I've, I've got a, a real fucking problem for the rest of my life. Uh, so it's really weird that people want to come out of retirement like that because they especially when they have nothing to gain that's the that's the weirdest one for me like tyson yeah. like pacquiao like they have nothing to prove they were fantastic boxers in their day they have nothing to prove 
Although, I mean, the argument about Tyson is that he was never really a boxer. He was just, he was just a just an animal. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, like I say, with, um, with, with stuff like podcasts, I mean, Tyson literally said, I was an animal. Um, and so he'd never come back to it and then has. But um, so they have nothing to gain and everything to lose. Because, I mean, Roy Jones Jr. was a good boxer. He's a very good boxer. He was. Uh, he wasn't unified, but he was a, a heavyweight champion at some at some point as well. So I mean, he he's got the potential. He's got the actual potential to hurt Tyson. I find it unlikely, but he has got the potential. He could do it if he's going to the right. Uh, shape. I'm trying to think. It was um, it was a good ten, fifteen years ago. There was a boxer that came again, similar sort of era as them. Came out of retirement. I think it was it might have been the states or it was not in the UK, but it was somewhere. Came out of retirement and did a match and got knocked out so badly it took a massive concussion nearly killed him <laughs> yeah he took a hit to the head and he then as with every single fighting art you know <laughs> unconscious before he hit the floor landed head first <laughs> you know this slightly sprung sprung wooden bit that they use in boxing matches and stuff it's not yeah. as good as you know judo mats and the you know octagon head first cracked his skull nearly bled out <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. These are things that can still happen to you because you, yeah. know, you can't take a hit as well as you used to be able to. And that's the thing. Your body's guys... not as dense and solid as it used to be. Exactly. And these guys must know that. Like, McGregor is getting too old. Even if I am slightly older, if I am, it's not by much. He's too old. He's getting too old. Like, I think it personally, I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not a fucking UFC fighter. I'm not, I don't do that shit. But to me... When you hit your 30s, you need to step back. You need to go, mm. like when you get into your mid-30s, you need to go, actually, this is not for me. Go find them. Haven't reached mid-30s, yeah, I'm all right. Think of boxers. <laughs> think of boxers, MMA yeah. fighters, and any professional sport, actually, almost any professional sport. There are outliers. Don't get me wrong. There's outliers with all of them. Mm. Um, but how many of them are actually in top flight of what they do? And how many Very of them few. go, oh, I'm, I'm, 30, I'm 35 and 36 now, I retire. You know, yeah. footballers. Like I said, I made my comment earlier about Rooney. You know, he, he's literally, he's gone to Derby to try and relive his, his glory days. And it's just like, mate, you were dropped from the England team like fucking eight years ago. Like, give it up. Unless you're in money worries, chill the fuck out, dude. Um, and they, you know you get this and everything. I mean, boxers. Well, you get it even in film industries. Like I remember, um, God, was it two thousand eight? Bruce Lee said that Fearless was going to be his last film. Not even eight months later, another film. And sorry, Jet Li, not Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Slight Lee difference. Dead for at least for thirty-three years. Thirty years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jet Li said, "You know, Fearless, my last ever film." Eight months later, had a second film out. Yeah, I remember like, doing that. Yeah. And then another one. And I think he did like four or five films. And then finally kind of came out and saying, but I've actually got like a terminal illness kind of thing. I'm actually stopping now. Yeah. But yeah, he, he retired and then did five or so more films. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's weird when they do that. And it's, um, I'm trying to think there is, there's a couple of others like that that have just gone, you know, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm doing it. You know, at least, at least Jet Li had the good sense not to go back into martial arts. Um, like he didn't lose any. Yeah. I mean, he was a, he was a, 
is he world champion, Wushu? Yeah, sixteen-year-old Wushu, national yeah. and world champion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm age sixteen. What yeah, level he was? He, yeah, he won the first one when he was like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, so yeah, him, yeah, he, he was, was national and world champion. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was good at it. I mean, it's, it's weird because to me, you, you know, you never say, some of them just find a new job, uh, or they retire or whatever gracefully, and they just never go back. They never go back. And yet they were the same standard or better than some of the people who try and come out of retirement. You kind of think, is what, what else is going on? I mean, the obvious one for me, because we brought up film, is um, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren was fucking unstoppable as a karate guy. He was, um, he was, oh, what is it? European heavyweight champion, Australian um, heavyweight yeah. champion, and he nearly knocked out the, at the time, world champion when he was a green belt. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> he yeah. went, and he, he, you know, he then went to America um, because he was doing, he was a Fulbright scholar because he's, he, he's got a um, no, he's... undergrad from Stockholm in civil engineering, a master's in engineering from Sydney University. And he went for a Fulbright scholar to, I think it's PhD. Um, yeah, he's, he's got like some, two, three or four like degrees at like yeah, yeah, master no, level and above. He's, he's, got, he's got undergrad and master's yeah. in, in engineering. And then he went... and something else as well. I remember reading somewhere. Oh yeah, a degree in something else. So this is like, it's a smart guy, but he yeah, can still beat the yeah. shit out of him. I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I do not, I do not agree with IQ. This is coming from someone who is in some IQ society. I do not agree with them. However, the man does have 177 IQ. <laughs> yeah. So being able to answer the questions means that he's at least done some educational stuff. But yeah, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe it is just down to how not smart but how savvy you are mm. you know if you you know has your career like mcgregor's been built on who you are even like tyson's actually it's been built on who you are like i am iron mike or yeah i'm the loudmouth irishman like has it been built on you being that person whereas dolph lundgren didn't ever really get world renowned but in terms of karate he was fucking unstoppable you know yeah. he was the man but then he won, he won the championships and he just went. He got offered some work yeah. on, on, in Hollywood and just went, okay, fine. And he had never looked back. So did he just go, and go yeah, you know what? I've got nothing else to prove. Like he could have gone for the world, champ world championships again, but as a green belt, he nearly knocked the fucking champion out. So yeah. I think in himself, he probably, and I mean, maybe he that's it. Knew that. and just in, like, himself. Yeah. in himself, he probably knew I could have won. So it doesn't matter to him anymore. Whereas maybe to the other guys, there's that, again, toxic masculinity, that braggadocio that goes, but I need to show other people that I could do it. Whereas Dolph Lundgren was happy with his going, I, no, I was going to do this. <laughs> I did it. I nearly um, did that. I'm good. You know, I'm now worth fucking millions. I have houses all over the world. I am the former heavyweight champion of two goddamn, two, two completely different fucking continents. Like, it's the, the man who, who put um, Stallone in the hospital. <laughs> I still love that. Have you ever heard the full story of that? Because I've heard it from both of them now. I've heard the interview. Oh, right. from so it's brilliant. So we don't have tangent again, guys, but that's what happens in podcasts. That's why they're podcasts. Um, News you with us. <laughs> kind, of, kind of on topic. Um, 
So, with, so still, because uh, when Dolph Lundgren got offered, so yeah, I mean, this is effectively when he retired. So there is some thing to the title. Um, when Lundgren retired, he got the um, the spot with Stallone in Rocky Four as um, Ivan Drago. You know, the big Russian. I am. Um, you know, I can't be beaten. Kind of stuff. And yeah. the running thing with Rocky is. If you're the opponent, uh, sorry, if you're the if you're meant to be the main character, you you take a, a real punch. At some point in the fight, you take a real punch, and Rocky had done it. Uh, Rocky Stallone had done it. Stallone done it. Um, and I mean, uh, the guy who played Apollo Creed was an American footballer, so strong, but it wasn't really going to be able to punch him. You know, Not a puncher. Yeah. No, I mean, and the same with Mr. T. Mr. T, big fucking big guy, but again, just a just a, a gym guy, wasn't a you know, yeah. and a brawler, he wasn't a boxer. However, he then said it to Dolph Lundgren, and Dolph Lundgren, heavyweight fucking, I think at the time of recording that, he was still Australian heavyweight karate champion. So can use his fists. Like he was a, he's a Kyokushinkai guy as well, I think. So mm. used to hitting things that, that you know, should Things that don't move. Um, <laughs> well, it's that thing of like, I will break you. It's probably because he did fucking tried it with trees. Um, but he's, you know, he was that. He was that guy. And then <laughs> Stallone just went. Well, this is this is the the story from Stallone. So this isn't Dolph Lundgren trying to um, show off from his side. Um, basically, Stallone just went. Try and hit me. Fucking try. Try and hit. me. <laughs> I've, I think I've figured out your pattern now. Like, try and hit me, and I'm just going to, you know, we'll get it on there. And the weird thing is, they actually have the punch in the film. They kept this. In. Oh, I guarantee they would have kept that. Because yeah, <laughs> they just went, and it's cut off so you don't realise it. But I think Stallone was actually, because Stallone was directing it, wasn't he? And he literally just went, no, we've got to put it in. Because it, I think they put it in because it, it showed actual, because of who this guy, Ivan Drago, is meant to be. Yeah and just lifted him off the floor. Basically, he from his hip down, he none of this kind of up here, no, it's from the hip down, straight up, straight into Stallone's heart. And um, just they just ended filming for the day. Um, and when they ended filming, then that night, because I think they were in London or something, um, recording it, or, or in, in, in Europe somewhere recording it, and Stallone that night woke up palpitations just really out of it and um went to hospital and his heart had been enlarged basically what happened is his heart had been thrown back into his um, body and then spacked into his rib cage and the, the doctors literally said were you hit by a car that's what, what stallone said he said usually that that injury is is reserved for people that are hit by cars and he just went so yeah. basically I got hit by a fucking truck. <laughs> he said when he tried to um, get because American insurance, when he was getting them to pay for his care, they didn't believe him. And they, what well, the best, best thing is, apparently they sent them that scene. They literally sent them the footage of him being hit, and just went, and he basically just went, "That's what hit me." And he said they paid out the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of insurance guy being like, no, definitely not. Then seeing the film go, oh, fuck, not. that hit oh, fuck. you. Okay, fine, yeah. <laughs> but apparently, uh, then Dolph Lundgren said he turned up the next day and had no idea what happened. Idea. <laughs> he just turned up and everyone, no one was there. And he was like, what happened? And he was like, oh, you got the day off. Has no one told you? He was like, oh, cool, okay, day off. What's happening? He just went, uh, you put, you put um, Sly in hospital. Hospital. What? 
<laughs> I did what? What the fuck happened? Because of course he's used to hitting people that can take it and yeah. can defend against it as well. And of course he just went straight through to Stallone. And I love it because whenever Stallone talks about it, it's like that's why he put um, Dolph Lundgren in the Expendables movies and all that. Because he just went, he's fucking, he is, he is that guy. He just is. Yeah. He embodies Ivan Drago. There's actually a joke as well in um, Expendables when they said, because they always make the comment about how smart he is. Although he's meant to be crazy, his character is always like, no, no, he's actually like a genius. And there's one that's like, oh, you, you went to some university or whatever, didn't you? So actually, I was a Fulbright scholar. It's like, because yeah. part of the audience is there going, oh, yeah, very funny. And I'm there going, no, he fucking was a Fulbright scholar. No, he actually is. <laughs> that, that person is that. I mean, there's a great that one. That is him. <laughs> with with, um, with Dolph Lundgren, we're going way off subject here, but we'll bring it back in a minute. But Dolph Lundgren as well, there's a story about when he, because he, he has a house in Spain, and there's, um, there's a story, I love this, because it just, it just gives me an idea of what Dolph Lundgren was like. But basically, these guys broke into his house in Spain when his wife was there, tied no his wife up, and basically said, you know, where the jewels, you know, where the jewels you've got to give us, no. all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, just didn't didn't do anything dodgy to his wife, but just had her tied up and just yeah. tried to scare her. And then from what his wife has said, apparently they then noticed a picture on the wall and realised whose house they'd broken into and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love the idea. They just went, yeah, where are the jewels? Where? where the jewels? Oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And, and just fucking yeeted themselves out of the building. There's, oh, there's, there's documentary, uh, like there's, there's interview footage with Dolph Lundgren about it afterwards. Because most famous people you'd be, would just go, oh, well, obviously I'll let the authorities deal with it. Dolph Lundgren on camera with no shit, no fucks to give, just goes, I have people looking for them. And you're like, <laughs> okay, we won't I have people looking for them. them. No one else will ever find them. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the his um his publicist came out now most publicists again most publicists because it's not like he's got to prove anything he's no he's fucking he's not yeah. going to come back into fighting he's old enough you know he's not going to come out yeah. anything like that it's not like he's not going to get work so his publicist you'd expect to come out and go oh well obviously you know in real life Dolph would be not no 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 his publicist literally came out and just went it's a very good job Dolph wasn't there okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you've got you've got people. We're going to bring it back. I'm going to fucking drag yeah. it back. But you've got people like Dolph Lundgren. You know, you have got people like that who just went, "Yeah, I'm great. I've won everything. Fuck it, I'm done," and never went back. Like, just didn't yeah. occur to them at all. They've made completely different careers. Like Pacquiao made a completely different career, and that's it. And potentially that's the same with Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey has gone into WWE. There's been no signs that I can see, even in rumour, that she's ever going to go back to actually fighting. She's yeah. far, ha far happier, and I can't entirely... WWE and acting. By, by acting, effectively. That's what she's doing. She's, she's acting in the ring and throwing herself around. It's way better than getting hit. I mean, oh, hell yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you've got a choice <laughs> of... You can make five times the amount of money and get, and get um, you know, pretend to be evil in a, in a, a random ring, or... We'll give you less money and you can get punched in the face. Hmm. <laughs> it's a difficult one. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, decisions. Yeah. So people like. Uh, so I, was watching, I was watching a film the other day. She was in it. And mm. I, you see, it was, one, it was loads of like fairly famous people in it. And she was one of them. I was like sat there going, 
I know that person, I know that person, I know that person. Just do the whole, ah, they're from this, they're from this, they're from this. And then I was like, oh, fuck, that's Ronda Rousey. <laughs> was that Expendables? Because she's also been in Expendables. Oh, no, no, it was not. It was just, and basically, she doesn't have any fighting in it at all. Not a single fight scene. And she gets killed off about a quarter of the way in. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Credits to the people who made this film for not making her do a fight scene. Because that's what anyone who hires her would go, oh, yeah, we've got to have a fight scene with her because they've hired her. Yeah. But, I mean, I probably would have done. I would have just gone, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. And the fact that they pulled her in and then she doesn't even throw a single punch as far as I remember. But she, she does nothing aggressive. I think apart from maybe grabbing one guy by his shirt <laughs> is the most aggressive thing she does. And weirdly, <laughs> in Expendables, when she's in that, she doesn't fight. She shoots a gun. She doesn't fight. Oh, yeah, she shoots a few people in the very beginning, yeah. but yeah, it's, yeah. It is weird. In this film. You'd what think... the fuck was this film called? I can't think it was the name. But yeah, it's it's, I'll send you a link when I find it. <laughs> it's the same with Dolph Lundgren. I mean, Dolph Lundgren, actually, some of his films does have him fighting, but it's, you know, it's, it's quite funny that they've just gone, no, I'm good. I'm good now. It's, it is really strange because you get this continual kind of, no, I, 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 I need to fight. Like McGregor, I need to fight. I need to be, I need the spotlight. Pacquiao has the spotlight in his own country, clearly wants it in the rest of the world. Whether he's going for, was it president? In, yeah, it's president. Whether he's going for president or not, I mean, you have to be kind of crazy if you're going to do that. Uh, the guy literally admitted to murdering people on the streets, the current president of um, the Philippines. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, he gets away with it because they're drug dealers or supposedly drug dealers. He doesn't actually, you know, because there's no judge or jury. He just goes and kills them. He's literally admitted it. So maybe Pacquiao is just trying to get a big enough name and look a bit mental so that he can go for president. I don't know. Um, maybe. Who knows? But <laughs> why else he would do it? I don't know. But it is, it's, it'd be interesting to just see what it is that separates those people that can't retire, have to come back from retirement and those that just go, okay, I'm good. Mm. It's so weird. That's... I mean, what, what makes I, I don't it... get it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, if, if, like with Dolph Lundgren, he's, got, he's made so much money. Yeah, he fights in some films. I mean, I think one of his early films was with um, Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son. Um, yeah, uh, Rapid Fart. just takes the piss out of him. <laughs> is, <laughs> it, is, is it Rapid Fart? Yeah, I think it's Rapid Fart. It's the one where they, one in one of his other films that he, uh, Brandon, it's either that film or one of his others and there's a point in it where he goes you're starting to get like a damn video game you just feed the final wave <laughs> after like 30 odd bad guys rushed them <laughs> he tells him off what is it he tells him off for um for bad form he tells yeah. Brandon Lee off for bad which is brilliant like you're telling Bruce Lee's son off son. for having bad form because he, he there's a comment where he just kind of goes how old were you when you started oh I was seven you'd have had better form if you started when you were three and then just walks <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it is, it is just weird I mean I would I go back into normal tournament fighting maybe because it's different like if I went back into normal tournament fight, I'd have to go back into proper one direction training again because I'm too all over the place and yeah. even when I did my um, my amateur boxing fight the amount of effort it took not to kick him in the head was massive Actually, not kick him in the head, kick him in the chest, to be fair. But like, mm. I could feel myself trying to kick him. Um, so I'd have to go into a lot of kind of, no, 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 just this, Adam. No. But um, 
Would I do that? Potentially, because it, tournaments are a bit different. Tournaments are more, this is in my field. This is my weight class, my age group, my, my rank. My, you know, you don't have mm -hmm. to worry about a lot of other things. Would I go into some more combat ready stuff? Probably not, because... Yeah. Like I said, I'm too old. Like, don't get me wrong, I could still get injured in, in tournament, obviously, but you kind of know... More likely to in full-on yeah, combat there's sport. A lot more, there's a lot more rules when there's, when there's like a... When, you, when you're on a mat and you're surrounded by all the lower grades and then there's the judges and the ref, you're far less likely to actually get injured. Now, don't get me wrong, I have seen an old um, instructor of mine, and this is the... It's weird because it's not the worst injury I've ever seen, but it is the one that sticks with me the worst because of where he was. He was five foot, if that, away from me. I was one of the lower grades on the outside. Of, um, on the around. And he landed. He was my. He was the assistant sensei at my um, at my dojo, and he was called Cayman. So I love that name, Cayman, because he was just. Looked up to Cayman. Um, I'm probably the same. I, I literally looked up. But this is what I saw when he was thrown. Literally that. His ribs come out. Oh. You yep. didn't see the ribs, but all you saw was the gi pushed outwards. And you're like, holy fuck, what oh, just shit. happened? <laughs> and I was, I mean, at the time, I was not that old. I was mid-teens. And I just went, what the fuck? Because I'd been injured, but I'd not been injured like that. And... Yeah, he just, he was throw. it was, um, it wasn't a, it wasn't like um, a winning throw either. It was just that he landed awkwardly. And because apparently found out afterwards, he already had an injury there. So he tried to break fault when he wasn't actually able to really. Like he landed. Yeah, shouldn't he landed have landed badly. on that side. <laughs> he landed badly, landed without being able to do it. And it just went bang outwards. And you're like, Cayman, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> It was the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Um, and I mean, with him, maybe he shouldn't have got into that tournament. Um, maybe he should have gone, I'm injured. Not today. But yeah. he did. And that's what happens in a normal tournament. So like we were saying earlier, these guys going back into the ring, the octagon, whatever it is, what the fuck are they doing to themselves? Like, yeah. the youngest person would be, be McGregor, then JDF at 40 odds. Then you're getting into, like, fucking... Uh, 50, I mean, Bellator. Actually, no, the, well, the youngest would be Lesnar, but Lesnar's kind of a free agent because Lesnar is still in his 20s, I think. The drugs make him look like he's 40, but he's still in his 20s, I believe. Um, Bell, uh, okay, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost certain. Let me, I thought he was older than I am. <laughs> oh, let me just double check, but I'm almost certain that he's, um, if he's, if he's out of his 20s, it's not by, it's not by much. Um, he is. Oh no! Oh fuck! I got that completely wrong. Okay, ignore me. I could have sworn he was in his twenties. I've got that completely wrong. No, he's in his forties. Um, he's. In I, was his saying, I'm, I was about to say I'm I sure he's older than I am. I was convinced he was in his twenties. Okay. Okay. Well, my last barb at Brock Lesnar is not is, is just harsh then because he looks in his forties because he is. Um, but so I mean, he looks his age. How dare he? <laughs> yeah. How dare he age? I like my baby face. It's the wrinkles coming through now. But, um, but I mean, him and Vitor are in their 40s. Um, I mean, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is 50s, 60s. Uh, you know, 
Pacquiao is getting on as well. I think he's 40s. He's pushing 40s as well. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Their bodies are not made for it anymore. They're just mm-hmm. not, they're not on the doors. It's not like, you know, people, people on the doors can handle it because it's some punk, you know, fuck off. I've seen people in their 50s, 60s, still people on the doors that you don't fuck with because it's outside and they can easily smack your head against a wall. When it's just you two in a ring and the octagon, it's very different and you can get mm-hmm. injured to fuck. Um, I mean, you know, Tyson's 54. His opponent, Roy Jones, I think he's older. I think he's 57. So what are they doing? It's, it's no, weird. It's very weird. Really I'm, weird. I mean, I'm saying all this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit my 40s now, and I'm going to be like, oh, I should go into this, this other stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I should go and fight in a ring. <laughs> if, you yeah. that, to, if you do that, do I get to slap you? <laughs> <laughs> Show me this video. I'm just going, um, really? <laughs> I, I just... Just play that one clip and then just slap you right across the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'd have to pay me a lot of a lot of money. But then again, I mean, I've had at times where I've been offered money to to, to fight for things like that, and I just haven't taken it because I'm not an idiot. I mean, I yeah. I can I can fight, but if you're if you're the, we've had this discussion before, but it's very different between fighting. As a fighter, fighting on the streets, fighting in a ring, fighting in an octagon, they're all completely different. There are yeah. two of those that I can, can that I would be happy in. You put me on a mat and you put me on the street. Fine. If you put me in a boxing ring, now even I, I've been in a boxing ring and I've now got the qualifications for it, but you put me in a boxing ring, I'm still not happy. I can tell other people what to do. I'm not going to do it. Um, you know, put me in an octagon, I'm not going to be happy. I haven't got the, I haven't got the um, athleticism anymore. I'm too fucking old. You know, it, there's, there's certain things yeah. you just don't do and you need to know your limitations. People like... Well, it's like, you, it's like you said, would I, would, I go back, would I go and do tournament fighting in the competitions in what I do? Oh, no. Mostly, because the only people I've been competing with are the national fucking squad. <laughs> <laughs> I've, already ha- I've already gone through that. Trained, you know, my first competition was when I was a blue belt. Got paired up with one of their blue belts. Got my ass thoroughly handed to me. and was like, yeah, I'm shit. <laughs> Exactly. Don't need to have any more proof. <laughs> However, <laughs> that's one of the saving graces for me. It's quite funny because when I look back at one of my old dojos and I look at the, um, I look at all the people that I used to train with, I'm looking at them and going, oh, county champion, European champion, British champion, British squad. I'm like, that'll be why I lost. Um, <laughs> so like, I'm good with yeah. that. I'm we went, we went, in, with went into it with six, six weeks of specifically just competition training. And then there's kind of like, Okay, yeah, and then forgot that it was purely competition and kind of started looking at it as normal training session and then realized, no, wait, they're going for points, not... (laughs) And then at that point started, I got away with a judo sacrifice throw in an Aikido competition. The judges had to check to see if they saw me get away with it or not. They didn't. Whereas my instructor, where he was sat, got it frame by frame on his camera. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, Um... and it's, it's on the club website still, I think. You've got... The frame of me grabbing hold of his arm and then flipping myself while holding on to him. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it, it's fucking. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, I would, I would not go into it because I'd be up against people who've been doing it internationally for, God knows how many years. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't tournament for for fucking years. Like, God Almighty, if I went into a tournament, like if I just because obviously people that both of us train may think, oh yeah, but you can just go and fight. It's like yes, like I say, it's so different. Like. On the street, fighting some random punk, fucking easy. 
dangerous, don't fucking mm-hmm. do it, people. Dangerous. Don't. You yep. should still be fearful, even if you know what you're doing. But far easier, because that's what I've trained for for the past decade. Put me into But then just going, oh, yeah, but you can just go and um, do your martial art on, on the mats. Yeah, but they've been tournament fighting, which means I no longer really know how to points um, to, to go for points. I don't really yeah. know the newer rules for tournament fighting because I know they've changed. Um, so much of it that has changed since I, I was doing it back in the day. And I mean, even when I was tournament fighting, I remember fighting one of the guys in my club who was, he did go on to think become uh, on the British squad member. So I'm not, I, he was so much faster than me now, not everyone's going to understand this. You should. He was so much faster than me that when I managed to throw him, he managed to flip himself back up before I could capitalise. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's... Now, I know people out there, you're going, oh, yeah, but I see that in movies all the time. Yes, movies. In movies, real life, someone should not be that thing. much faster than you. Yeah. I've said to people before, I'm not fast, I just know where you're going. And that is... That guy, he was just so much faster than me. He just flipped back. I was like, oh, well, I'm fucked. I mean, what the fuck am I doing with this? He just flipped himself back out. And I'm going, I didn't have chance to... The fuck? Like, you didn't phase the guy. So, I mean, yeah. that's actually... No, it's like, back it's like that. we've had this conversation before where it's like, if you we were saying, like, if you threw me, you know I would be getting up quicker. Hmm. Then you can go in for a follow-up because... I'm a nutter. I will throw myself into concrete and flip back up out of it yeah. for fun. Yeah. I mean, we, we... <laughs> and do it for a living now, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that, it's that thing of, there's, there's certain things that, that are better for certain people. You know, I'm going to, yeah. I mean, we've, we, we had this discussion, I think in a pub with some of my, some of the, um... yeah. After the, I taught your guys how to fall over. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I can, I can get up from the falling over, but if they try to do it the way I did up from falling over, they might hurt themselves. I still, I still look at the way you do it and go, ooh. The thing is, I don't feel it. Like it's, but it's safe. It's yeah, safe. It's but safe. I squint it's and go, mm, could be safer. <laughs> I think that the problem is, is that it's a mix of um, three things. Old school habits. Old school judo. <laughs> um, like properly old school judo. Yep. Um, <clears throat> not caring. <laughs> and yep. just being used to it. It's that kind of like, ah, fuck. It's it's so funny when because uh, the, the way I do it as well because obviously I hit the ground and um, anyone wondering about that is I smack the ground my arm Tom doesn't um, but when I do it with my, when make your sides and yeah <laughs> but then when I do it with my students because they're just like oh yeah but you, you know you're gonna hurt yourself and I just kind of flip myself and they go what the fuck <laughs> but it's it's really funny but we, yeah we chatted about it in the pub it's like on on the mats um, I mean. In, in your chosen martial art, you are higher than me anyway. But on those kind of things, you would likely win because I've not yeah. trained directly. Because you've not trained under for so long. Regulations, yeah. Because <laughs> so even if I try to use judo against you, I've not trained in just judo for so long. My immediate response is the stuff that's illegal on the mats. Whereas on mm-hmm. the streets, I'm fine because I don't care that. that floor fine fuck off it's it's so so different and people don't realize it and it's knowing those limitations um and which is that and the fact that half our syllabus is nick from judo anyway (laughs) (laughs) because the guy who created our style was a judo guy (laughs) um it's yeah i mean my well one of my um one of my instructors was uh who's still going now he's been to it actually came up my facebook he's been going for 50 years now jeez why why he's an eighth dan in i no 
in judo. He's an eighth down in judo, seventh down in aikido, and a fifth down in aikido. Um, and yep. yeah, that's why I first learned aikido. Very first time I did aikido was after judo. Um, yep. I, I did it literally. It was like, oh yeah, I do judo now. And then me and my sister used to stay on for aikido because me and my sister did uh, martial arts at the same time. It's just that um, she quit and I never did. Yeah, um, stuck with it. <laughs> yeah, although every now and again, I always think if if one of because a couple of uh, uh, my nephews um, do uh, boxing and stuff like that, I always just kind of think if any of them really played up, whether she'd just be like, right, that's it, uh, <laughs> just 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 drop them, <laughs> <laughs> just drop them, be like, mom, where the fuck did I come from? <laughs> Ask your uncle. Um, <laughs> it, it is. I mean, I think some of them just need to realize that. They can still do some things, like they, they can, can do some things, but their body's not in a position to take the hits as much as it used to. They can't. I mean, like I say, the one that is going to be the most interesting for me, because I'm not really interested in Conor McGregor. Yeah, right. uh, Pacquiao's had his day. Um, JDF is not going to stop step back in the uh, octagon, although it'd be fucking hilarious against CM Punk. Jason, uh, I mean, Josh, I would, I'd love to see that if it ever happens. I really would, because I would. Have, <laughs> um, but. I mean, maybe there's a bit of intelligence there from CM Punk. It's like he can he can have a go at him, but he's he's smart enough to never step in the fucking smart office. enough to go. Yeah, no, I choose life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I've actually pissed him off. Okay, um, you know, some there's some you know I I don't really care about the Vitor and Lesnar because unless Le, no, don't get me wrong, if Lesnar goes away and full on fucking trains constantly and and like mm. he he decides. He doesn't do the stupid thing of trying to do something else, but he just goes, right, I'm going to go back and do catch wrestling. So kind of on from his collegiate wrestling, he yeah. really trains for it. Then I might actually watch it because I'll be like, okay, because he could get, um, oh God, I always forget his fucking name. He was from the Netherlands and he was a catch wrestler. He was the oh. first and only champion in the UFC from catch wrestling because everyone just went, you can't win with catch wrestling. It's, it's too old school. Oh um, God! I've, I know the guy. Think you should think of. I can't think of his name either. Yeah, but he. I mean, as we know, I'm shit with names. <laughs> I mean, he was. Um, you know, he's he's a uh, he's the man. Um, if he went away and trained with him and just went, right, I've got to ban that. Then I might go. You know what? I'll pay attention to this one because maybe Lesnar's earned. You know, he's actually earned some respect, and he's no longer a fraud. He's actually got his old game back. He's built on it. You know, he's. If he did that, I'd have a bit more time for him. At the moment, I'm just like, Vitor's past it, maybe trying to get some money. I don't know. But the Tyson thing, I want to know where Tyson's going with this. Because I yeah. want to know, because, and this is the one that could be the most dangerous, and you were saying about the boxing, is if Tyson, after he beats Roy Jones Jr., and again, if I'm wrong, fuck, something's gone really wrong with Tyson. Um, but after he wins there, is he going to go right I want to fight some younger heavyweight division because hmm. that's when there's issue. Because there yeah. are younger guys that he could fight, and there are younger guys he could beat because of experience. Um, he's a heavier hitter, experience. They're not it. But is he insane enough to start trying to fight people like Andy Ruiz? Um, you know, because people always underestimate him. They underestimate it against AJ, but. You know, those upper heavyweights who aren't really it when they're pushed. But, you know, is he going to be 
an idiot? Is he going to go, right, I want to take on some, some good heavyweights? Because if he does, he's 54. I mean, this is going to be his first mm-hmm. fight. Is, going to, is it November it's going to happen? Or I, don't, I can't remember the exact date. All right. But, you know, then... I, I would definitely be interested to see where this goes. Cause it... Is he then going to fight next year? You know, is it going to be, oh, mm. wow, I'll take another one at 55. Another, you know, let's say he fights, because there can't be more than four, maybe five fights in him, I would say, at max. But that's going to, even fighting, without even getting hit, fighting is going to take its toll. You know, mm. being able to move around like that and be that kind of, because he's not a stalker anymore. He, that's what he was. He was a stalker in the thing. He just, he, he was just that, I'm just going to keep fucking coming. I don't care. Like, I'm going to keep coming. Yeah. He can't do that anymore. He's not got that kind of energy. So, yeah, he, that one's going to be really interesting to see what happens because Tyson, yeah. I mean, I think even Joe Rogan's just kind of gone, he doesn't fucking get it either. Um, you know, this, and because Joe Rogan has literally interviewed and knows Mike Tyson pretty well. And like I say, Mike Tyson was on Joe, I've seen the podcast, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and they did weed together because, um, uh, Tyson owns a weed field, a uh, weed, um, oh, farm. Uh, oh. He's doing like his own stuff because he's on, he's in um, a state where it's legal. So, um, you know, and he's, he's, that's the thing as well. He's, he's also got like a proper business. He does like organic food. He's thinking of weeds and it's like, oh, fuck. But like, so he was on there and he yeah. literally said, I'm not an animal anymore. I don't want to be an animal. I'm not so it's really, it's so yeah, weird. I- but it's I, I don't know i don't know it's if he carries on i i just hope that he goes yeah put me up against someone else who's 50s like yeah maybe someone that's 49 just yeah but don't put me up against age range yeah, I, yeah. keep him with his age range I, i'd agree with that against any younger no don't put me up against um deontay wilder fucking andy ruiz um <laughs> you know, certainly not aj or fury um you know don't no. you know even um oh what's his name oh bloody hell all their names have gone out of my head white <laughs> something white dion oh jesus he's gone out of my head but one of the other contenders like who are not that they're not it but against a 54 year old tyson probably are it um mm. i you know it'd be sad to see because i don't think he'd lose any rep but it'd be sad to see him losing kind of that reputation of being iron mike just because yeah. he was too stubborn to stop because that's the thing is because <laughs> even if it is like oh it's just a kind of oh i'm proven i can still do it when then when he beats Roy jones jr does his mind go oh okay i can still do yeah this. does he then go oh, i can still do this and carry on and then yeah. find and out he can't that's going to be the worrying thing is does his does the ego come in again that mass mm. uh, that toxic masculinity of just going no no i've fucking got this no i you know if he if he comes into let's say the absolute best for him happens he comes into the ring and within two minutes he knocks out roy jones jr like completely just fucking floors him yeah. does his mind then go i'm mine mike. that was easy i might as well carry on <laughs> yeah i'm mine mike bring me a proper fucking fighter you know uh that's a that, Ego can yeah. do a lot. And without, mm. you know, it's without someone like um, 
Don King choosing his fights for him. Now, don't get me wrong, none of the people that Mike Tyson ever fought were easy, but Don King also knew where his fucking money was coming from. Without someone mm-hmm. protecting it like that, managing him, he's going to come up. He's going to come up against someone who can take a Tyson hit. Maybe not taking a Tyson hit during the nineties, but can take one now. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. I was just wondering. I, I'd be interesting to see if anyone else comes out of the woodwork. You know, Evander Holyfield, mm. Lennox Lewis. You know, the other. <laughs> just Lennox Lewis be yeah, the old guard of. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is weird because everyone's been going on. Although like, it's bullshit, so many of them for so long have gone, ah, oh, well, you know, boxers nowadays, it's not like it used to be. And they're going, ah, oh, fuck off. Like, if you, you could transplant most of these guys and the same results would happen, it's just mm. a different way of boxing. But, like, are they going to start coming out of the woodwork? I mean, one, one of the Klitschko's, I mean, one of the Klitschko's, is it Vitaly? He's still mayor of um, Kiev. If fucking Pacquiao can do it, maybe, you know, suddenly <laughs> Vitaly turns up out of nowhere going, oh, I want my fucking title back. Like, yeah. It would be interesting. Um, you'd end up like, um, and actually, it could be quite funny because you end up like um, with tennis, like the Masters boxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I think um, we have gone off topic enough and randomly uh, yeah. ranted. But yeah, I think, you know, we kind of agree that it's, it's just weird. It's weird, but... It's weird are... and why? <laughs> yeah, why for some of them? Because from what I know, none of them have money issues. Because that's the obvious one. The obvious one is... Yep. is are they money out issues, of cash? Money to find. Yeah. But from what I know, okay, I'm, I'm not their fucking accountant, but from what I know, none of them do. So... Yeah, I mean, none, of them, none of them are on the streets begging, so... No, we've got, we've got none of them. We've not got anybody like fucking, um, you know... Uh, Oh God, all the names, Kanye West, who, you know, begs for money on Twitter. Like we haven't got anyone like that. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll call it a day there. Um, thank you for watching Indeed. everyone. Uh, hopefully um, we'll probably see Tom back at some point, I'm sure. Um, hopefully more than if you've actually watched through to the end and just not just gone, what the fuck are these two rambling about again? Um, if you have, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, please do click through. Uh, at the end of this video, there'll be a subscribe button. And there'll be a suggestion from me on another um, video that you could watch from our podcast series. So um, hopefully you enjoy that. Uh, In the meantime, thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. Cheers, everyone.